Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. I am Carrie Ann, and I am so excited that you are here. This is my first solo episode for the year. I mean, can you believe it? We are in August already, the year almost done. Some people might say, no, Carrie Ann, don't remind me. But I felt like the year just starts and here we are in August, right? So anyway, this year has really been off to our rocking start for the podcast, Nagalai, where I've had my friend Chris make appearances as a co-host and I'm really enjoying having him on the show um, occasionally just to chat. I love having the conversations we've been having. And a few of you have shared that you've liked the vibes that Chris and I bring to the podcast, right? And recently, another listener has says, carry on friends, has a little bit more vibesy. So I appreciate the feedback because there's always this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm always wanting to make sure that I'm keeping the show fresh, right? And so I really appreciate everyone who has given the podcast a rating and review in Apple Podcast. You can continue to do that or wherever you listen to your podcast, you should be able to rate, give it a review and just show people that, you know, this is the thing to listen to, you know, carry on friends. It's where it's at. Um, so again, thank you for your kind words and feedback and letting me know how you feel about the episodes. There's been a lot of feedback on a few episodes, so I'm really, really excited that the content is connecting. So again, just continue to share with your friends and your colleagues about Carry On Friends. Before I get into my reflection for this episode, it's time for the breadfruit Minute. And so if this is the first time you're listening, The Breadfruit Minute is a quick segment where I share what's coming up on other shows in the Breadfruit Media family. And Breadfruit Media is my podcast production company, media production company. And so for this segment, I'm highlighting Strictly Facts, a guide to Caribbean history and culture. In the last episode, Alexandria and guest Shauna Regard discuss Carnival's history and the history of Barbados's Crop Over Festival. And then Bridge to You with Monique Russell, she had Terry Correll read on the podcast a few episodes ago, who discussed that in order to redefine ourselves as Black people, we must study Black historians and read the literature, and we must glean wisdom from them to see Black not as skin color, but Black as a powerful identity. It was a really great episode. So I recommend you check that episode out. And as they're talking about history, Strictly Facts is about Caribbean history, and we include cultural aspects such as music, poetry, film, etc. So those are the two shows in the Breadfruit Media family, and the link for these are in the show notes. Okay, that's it for the Breadfruit Minute, and now let's get to my reflection. All right, so first I want to introduce a term called tech house color, or in proper English, take house color. And tech house color is a term Jamaicans, or rather, I grew up hearing within my family and my friends definitely understand it. And it's a term used to describe when someone is locked up in the house too long that they now blend in with the color of the house. 
So that's why they take host color. And I've definitely take on host color because I've never stopped social distancing and masking. And I rarely leave the house unless it's going to my in-laws, which is or family bubble. So it's from my house to their house. And that's our little bubble. And recently, I've kind of stepped outside that bubble a little bit. I've had tea with friends on two separate instances, but that's it. That's the only place that I've been. And both of those were pretty recent in July. Now, I still don't mind being at home because I'm a homebody, but a recent discovery has made me realize that taking on the house color was impacting my creativity I was feeling fatigue. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you feel tired when you're not really going nowhere, right? But at the same time, being at home for the past year is the busiest I've been. And that's not factoring, you know, me with the kids and schooling. And so mental and creative fatigue and fatigue all around is just real at this point a year later. So I began to ask myself, how do you slow down in a world that hasn't really gone back to full speed? Even though a place is opening up, the world is not where it was before January 1st, 2020, right? And so how do you find opportunities to slow down, rest, relax? Yes, some people going off on vacation and taking trips, and and you might do that. Some people may not be there yet, but still this idea of resting and restoring. And particularly when you feel tired of doing everything, like how much TV make on watch, how much this I'm going to do, how much time I'm just tired of sitting in front of the, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. You know, whether, whatever it is, you're just, you're just tired, right? In remember in a normal world, right? We'd be in the office and we take weeks off and sometimes you'll do a staycation or whatever, but now if you are working from home, how do you take that vacation from home? Do you avoid that part of your house and not go to that part of your house? Do you avoid the dining room table because that's your workstation? I don't know. I'm just asking, right? Just exploring. So how can I be intentional about rest and restoration when there's still a pandemic going on? When I've been literally working and living and schooling at home, right? While this was going through my head, I thought of an episode I did back in May 2019 on the intention that rest and restoration requires. And I I listened to it. And the reason why I went back to listen to it, because I was curious whether this pre-pandemic insight would be applicable today. And what I found was the general gist, the idea of taking stock is still a critical action, right? What's different is that how we apply it in a pandemic. So the critical action is to take stock of all the things that are happening, what is going on, and how do I carve out or be intentional about taking time to rest and to restore given the confines that exist today. And I found out that one of the ways that time leaks is the people we spend time with. Are Is that the right person? Even though we're home, you know, spending time with people could be on social media. It could be on the phone. It could be doing games. Like, are these the people that I need to spend time with? You know, the other day, my family was joking that I'm always on the computer. 
And while this is funny, I recognize that that was an important thing to take stock of because it also meant that I really wasn't being present with family. Will it really hurt a deliverable if I just decide that I'm not, I'm going to stop working at a certain time, whether it's my full-time job or my business and just kick back with the family. As we say, it, will it kill me? No, it'll not kill me. And there was the July 4th weekend. I remember that I had all intentions of getting work done and didn't get anything done. Was it a July 4th? It was one of those weekends because, you know, I have things to do. And I never did anything. And I was fretting up a storm what would happen that Monday because now I had all these things to do that I should have done over the weekend that I never did. And, you know, the week starts and I got through what I had to do. And, you know, it wasn't so bad. And I had to realize that, you know, if my body and my mind says, "Mm, this little engine can't do it or can't push, then I should really obey that little engine and just take a break. It, the, the lesson is that in a pandemic world, you know, because we're not post-pandemic, it's not after the pandemic is still very much going on. The intention, so if before the pandemic, it required intention to, to rest and restore and reconnect, restore relationships, restore relationship with self, family, spouse, whoever, It takes way more intention to do that even now. When I say way more, way more. And what's been happening in COVID, and some people might be cynical about mental health, but mental health is really a shadow pandemic, for lack of a better word, because it now affects people in very different ways. So I'm I'm mentally tired. My creativity is not where it used to be. And I know this because, I, and when I think about it, before the pandemic, I knew that if I sat in one place too long, you know, the creativity doesn't flow. But back then I was in an office, I could go into a conference room. I, you know, that's why people go to coffee shops and all of these things. In a pandemic, you don't really have the luxury to go all over the place and do this. So how do I make sure that I continue to create an environment where my creativity can flow and clarity can flow? And so this impacts, and it took a couple conversations with Michaela to recognize, oh, this is what's happening. I need to switch from, you know, this, but if you, if you live in a house, how many parts of the house you can go to jumpstart your creativity? And so, you know, if I wasn't self-aware in, you know, that could continue to take a toll and, and cause me to even be more frustrated where now I realize, oh, it's because you know, I'm still in, I'm in the same place and the brain is not flowing. So now I can try to get very creative. You know, I would like to sit in my backyard, but the mosquitoes, them in the backyard, them just, I don't know. Ever, I, I don't know. The pandemic happened and the mosquito, them fierce. So I don't know. But, you know, all fun and joke aside, it's now that I know that when I'm not feeling creative, it's a cause for agitation. What can I do to get myself more creative? And I mean, I'm just telling you what I'm experiencing. You have to be intentional about the things that are causing agitation that you don't even realize it's agitation. You just know you're frustrated, you're tired, something. And if we don't respect the the pandemic and the shadow pandemic of mental health, 
then we can find ourselves in situations where whole health, not just our mental health and our physical health is impacted as well. And so I say all of that to say this, you know, it's August. And if you haven't already figured out how to take some time to just chill, or maybe you've gone to another country and go on beach and chill and come back and you're like, yes, Carrie Anne, I've been to that. Good for you. But I, I wanted to take this time to reflect on finding those opportunities to get rest, go to bed earlier, create these little pockets where you're being mindful that you're resting or restoring. My mom is going to visit me soon. And so guess what? I already know work is going to slide all the way back. And that is important because I want to connect with my mom. I have not seen her. And so, you know, like just little things to reconnect and rest. And I am reminded through listening to that episode, the work will continue to be there. I have to make sure that I'm mentally and emotionally and physically restored to be at optimal working speed. And so what I'm doing for the rest of the summer, well, I went from social distancing to going to a full-on podcast conference and a prayer for me. But I'm again, I'm keeping my social distance and I'm reading or listening to some really interesting books um, by Caribbean authors, of course. But I've also done some business books and those are great. So those will come up on the website soon. And um, I'm taking these moments to really connect with the kids, going, taking the advice of Dr. Lockhart and playing games with the kids. They really have a fun time with that. You know, hopefully I get to see Chris soon. We live in Brooklyn, but again, with a social distance and, you know, work and, you know, timing. So hopefully I get to see Chris soon. I already see Michaela, you know, a little um, drive-by, you know, heel up and thing. And those have been really good for the soul. And uh, if you haven't checked out no Boss, Only Clients by Dallin. Also check that out because I've read that. That's also a great book because, again, it's coming towards, you know, the fourth quarter soon. Again, you're almost done. And so it's really a good book to think through your career, entrepreneurship, and all of that. So I'm I'm taking the opportunity to catch up on some books and to give myself grace to have rest and restoration. I guess this is Rest and restoration requires more intention, more work, because it's that much harder. And we have to be more self-aware of our moods, considering the limitations that the pandemic has caused us in terms of moving around freely in a way that does not affect our health. And so Carry On Friends Family, again, I said this wasn't going to be a long episode. I already feel like it longer than it needs to be. But I wanted to just share where I am right now, middle of August, and wanted to connect with you one-on-one. So on that note, just let me know. I'd like to hear how you all are doing and how are you creating opportunities for rest and restoration. All right. And so until the next episode, everyone, walk good. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience. 
produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at carryonfriends.com.